Hawaii, May 31st at the Blue Note. I'll be doing stand-up comedy, two shows, Honolulu. I'm flying there. I love Hawaii. All right, I just wanted to promote that date, and then we'll real quick, we'll say some dates later. This podcast you are about to hear is a swap cast. You can also get it on Doug Stanhope's Shot Clogged podcast uh, and hear his intro for it. They'll be fairly similar because we both love Blue Apron, which I'll tell you more about in a second. Uh, But it was a debaucherous, insane fucking weekend. Uh, I took off in a private jet, uh, went Thursday to go to Crapshoot Comedy Festival in Vegas, saw a tell. By the way, the hardest I've... The top two hardest I've ever laughed recently, Bill Burr's new material and Dave Attell's new material. Did I say Attell or Chappelle? Anyway, uh, he was fucking phenomenal. Got on stage with him, me, him, and Brad, and just, it was it was fantastic. It was all comics in the way back, and we were laughing harder than we've ever fucking laughed collectively. And then flew into Bisbee, and that is where we recorded the podcast you are about to hear. And it was a live podcast in a small theater, most of the people in there knew Doug uh, intimately. I think, like, have served him at a restaurant or at a bar. And then we had, like, a nice post party, had a few drinks with some fans, and then went back to the fun house. But the fun house was the where the debauchery uh, it was the greatest. It was so much fucking fun. I really love Doug Stanhope. He's one of my favorite human beings. He's a very genuine, honest I mean, it's, it's all qualities that you don't, it doesn't, it's not hard to achieve, but there's so few people with them that, I don't know. It's so funny. He's in Hawaii right now. Uh, probably flying home tomorrow. Cobb's Comedy Club, June 9th and 10th. Sacramento on the 11th. Uh, Cobb's in San Francisco, for those who don't know. Kansas City Improv, the 15th, 16th, and 17th. Orlando Improv, the 22nd, 23rd, 24th. Uh, then I'm at the Legions of Skanks Comedy Festival on the 25th. Call and Sick to Work show in Omaha on the 30th. Cherokee Casino on the 1st of July. Followed by Columbus Funny Bone the following week. Pittsburgh, Hilarities, Houston, Brea, Stand Up Live Phoenix, Addison Improv. September, I am in Australia at the Just for Laughs uh, Comedy Festival doing i think three shows maybe i'm heading out to perth we're trying to figure that out i know there's an offer for singapore and then i'm home at the dc improv tacoma comic strip edmonton chicago and i am doing the impractical jokers cruise november 1st 2nd 3rd and 4th that is my birthday weekend if you've ever said oh i'd like to party with the machine i am ripping a fart um but yeah so it was a fun podcast. It's a live podcast. We laughed really hard. I know you're going to love it. I'm going to post it right now. I got to finish this read. It's so funny. Doug and I tried to do a Blue Apron read together because <laughs> we both love Blue Apron. Uh, I, w- I won't. I'm not going to oversell it to you tonight because I think that uh, I think I've son- I've said it to you so much, but Blue Apron has literally changed. My family dynamic. We all sit down for dinner every night at about 7 o'clock, and the girls try something to new. Today it was uh, chicken with a mustard lemon sauce that was phenomenal. The vegetables were the best things. Uh, 
on it, the chicken with the skin on, I kicked it five minutes per side because that's what they said to cook it at. And it was perfectly crisp, perfectly cooked, perfectly tender. If you don't know what Blue Apron is, it's the number one fresh ingredient recipe delivery system in the country. Number one. It makes amazing cooking accessible for everyone. Uh, This is supporting by a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, building a community of home chefs, and they are fresh ingredients. They're not bullshit. Look, they're held to a standard. Their seafood is sourced sustainably under the standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Sea Aquarium Watch System. The beef and chicken and court comes from responsibly raised farm animals. Produce is sourced on farms that practice regenerative farming these are all things that you should know these are all facts you need to know here's what you here's what i'll tell you you need to know it's affordable the other day i made burgers for the girls and their friends got some hot dogs made made like a salad or a guac i ended up spending 195 dollars all in all because i bought way too much tonight we had a full meal all four of us and everything was under ten dollars per person it's affordable there's new recipes every week, and they're flexible. They You can base them on your preferences, and it's easy as shit. I've never spent more than 40 minutes cooking a meal, and and it's fun, man. Me and my wife get together and make a Blue Apron. Every, every night, that's how we, hey, what Blue Apron do we have tonight? And it's guaranteed. It, it, it is guaranteed. Freshness, ingredients that are delivered, ready to cook, and you'll cook them right. Let's see what meals they got coming up. By the way, these are all meals that I'm eating with my family. Uh, the one Doug had looks really fucking good, and I hadn't gotten it yet, so I think it's on its way. They got beef teriyaki stir fry with sugar snap, peas with lime rice, oh, bacon, baked spinach and egg flatbread with sautéed asparagus and lemon aioli, three cheese and baby broccoli stromboli with tomato and oregano dipping sauce, stromboli. You're telling me that Bert and Leanne can make stromboli? Crispy salmon roasted. This one's going to be good because they're going to tell you how to cook the salmon perfectly. And then you got a cheat code for salmon because you know how Blue Apron said to do it. Roasted potato salad with pickled mustard seeds and a creme fraiche sauce. I love this. I love Blue Apron. I, I implore you to get it just to try it out. If you got a family or even if you're a single dude, sign up for Blue Apron. Let them know. And, and impress a chick when she comes over and make her a legit meal. If you're a group of guys living in a house, dude, everyone chip in. Get your blue apron. You don't need to chip in right now because check this out. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping. Go to blueapron.com slash BurtCast. Do it right now. That's three free meals with free shipping by just going to blueapron.com slash BERTCAST, B-E-R-T-C-A-S-T, you'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. Go go to blueapron.com slash BERTCAST. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. I'm telling you, I pitch it to all my fucking friends. Do it. Do it and then hit me up. Tell me what you cooked. Show me pictures. I'll share them. I'll retweet them. I'll like them. I think you'll like it. Just trust me. A family that cooks together stays together. We had a great grown-up conversation with my daughters tonight about some grown-up shit that went on at her school. And it was over a beautiful meal. 
And it was all because I made a dinner and then dinner was ready at the same time because it only takes 40 minutes to go. I'll do this all day. I really do love Blue Apron. So check it out, guys. BlueApron.com slash BurtCast. Get your three free meals and uh, free shipping. This podcast should be the number one downloaded podcast that uh, I've I've ever had. It's that good. On this podcast is uh, Brett Erickson, Greg Chaley, Brian Hennigan, Chad Shank, uh, all guys that are regulars on Doug Stanhope's podcast, which I love, and all friends of mine, and Doug Stanhope and myself. It is a blast. We did it in this theater. They set up the back of the stage, set up the stage, so it looked like the fun house. And then the next day we drove to the airport. No, the next day we partied. We started drinking champagne at like 10 in the morning and then went over to another one of his houses in Bisbee and went swimming and took a picture of us all drowned in the pool. And then I, I partied way too hard. Um, that's why um, I, I, I did not feel good today. I had to call in sick to the store, and I've never called in sick for a spot. But I was like, nah, I, I, I talked to Attell about it today. I was like, he's like, yeah, you you, you deserved it. He's like, give yourself a day of rest or you get real sick before you go to Hawaii, May 31st, at the Blue Note in Honolulu. Well, I think it's in Waikiki. So, that's only 10 minutes of an intro. That's not that bad. Let's start the fucking podcast. You guys in? Hey, check out Laughable. It was really great. Today, I, I wanted to, when I was, I had a podcast coming out maybe next week or the week after that with David Tell and Tom Segura. Um, I have some really great ones. Louis J. Gomez, Wheeler Walker Jr. I got one with Mickey Gall. I'm backlogged on podcasts, and a lot of my friends have stuff that they need to promote. And this is a swap cast, so we're releasing it on the same day. But uh, so just be patient. I might double up to two a week for a period of time just so I can get everyone's stuff out on, on time. But you're going to love it. Let me know. Hit me up on Twitter. Have a blast. I was pretty drunk. If I say something inappropriate about another comic, just fucking don't tell them, okay? Because I was pretty buzzed. I had gotten two hours of sleep in Vegas, and I powered through, had a coffee, kept drinking, and uh, and yeah, this is it. Live from Bisbee, everybody. It's the Burt Kreischer, Doug Stanhope Swapcast. Have a great week. Enjoy the podcast. I'll see you in Hawaii, motherfuckers. This is... Well, welcome. <laughs> welcome to. <laughs> welcome to a delightful fireside chat with the Doug Stanhope podcast. Thank you all for coming. Uh, it's, this is going to be weird. We try to figure out how this works. We don't know. We haven't done it. It's a brand new uh, art form for us, live podcasting. So uh, it's going to get fucked up and weird. Uh, so make yourselves at home. Take care of your wait staff and they will overpour you. Don't drive. Uh, I get a lot of notes. Everyone's fucking wrecked. It's usually me. Uh, yeah, try not to heckle too much. Don't answer rhetorical questions because we do have to 
put this out. So are you ready for the uh, cast? Let's bring everyone out. Uh, first, right here, I believe, is my co-host, Mr. Chad Shank. I'm going to... Our producer, and that's his only job, Mr. Greg Chaley. That fifth chair over there, we're going to have people coming in and out of that. Uh, But our special guest that came all the way back to Bisbee, because you sold him the first time, Bert the Crusher Kreischer, Bert the Machine! See, while we were getting drunk, Bert, what, what happened was, uh, I, I, on the top of my list of notes, get Bert's credits, because I wanted to bring you out with all your credits. What's the name of the Netflix special? I don't have one. What? <laughs> what you... No, I, uh, Showtime. Showtime. <laughs> oh, they still have that? <laughs> they still have cable? Patrice O'Neill uh, did a Showtime special. Uh, a long time ago, probably like 13 years ago, and I, I said to, I went to the filming and I brought some friends and I and he got done and we were in his green room and I said, hey man, congratulations! And he looks at me, and goes, it's showtime. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck your special because I'm not done bringing the oh, most sorry, important sorry. people out. <laughs> is our bar staff, Tracy and Bingo. I just figured this out. We're recreating the fucking funhouse. Yeah. Oh I God. just figured this oh out. God. Look, they, they even I painted swear the to God, stage. When we got on stage, I go, what the fuck's up with the tiki bar? <laughs> oh, fuck. This is going to be so much fun. Tio bar. Tio Settis will explain it later. Let's we get looked at this beforehand. I Bert. saw this. <laughs> I just saw the backdrop. Are you fucking shitting me? <laughs> it says the fun house, and I didn't realize it. It was dark. Hang on. Uh, the, the first it says fun house in lights. I gotta the get the the last. I gotta get the last introduction. Oh, yeah. First person because he's the drunkest uh, sitting in. You might know uh, Mr. Brian Hennigan, the filthy uncut Scotsman. <laughs> All right, sorry. I I know too many fucking faces, so I'll try to look this way. Motherfucker. Kreischer just came out of uh, a a serious bender. He has not slept, and he's refusing any offers of uppers because he's heard the the bad Yelp reviews about Bisbee below. Uh, So he's... He's Great been place in to move and fold your clothes for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> he just came out of the uh, what's it called the uh, Vegas Crapshoot Crap Comedy shoot. Festival. Yeah. yeah, some shitty festival in Vegas where he hasn't slept since Vegas, and we've been we've been going since. I've been going pretty hard in the paint. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I <laughs> 
Yeah, that's all I can say. I've been partying pretty hard. I was partying yesterday. I got the IV. I got the B12 shot. And then I was started drinking at 6 in the morning to do press. And I drank all day, did a show, two shows last night, drank all night, slept two hours, came in here, drank all in the time on the plane. If my liver makes it, I'll be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say every time I go to the fun house. <laughs> I said to my doctor the last time I went to a physical, I said, this is the last time I'm going to come in here and go, am I dying? Like, I said, next time I come here, I'm going to look healthy. And she was like, <laughs> <laughs> You have lost a shitload of weight. I, I, let me, I, I got to get a read on the audience. I can see my Bisbee people up there. Out of towners. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'll, I'll play to you separately. Separate but equal. <laughs> hey, I keep thinking of. Do you. <laughs> When you say separate but equal, I think about when they did uh, equality in America. <laughs> is is that know? still going on? No. Oh, back in the 60s, in the 60s, not right. transgender, just black and white, old school equality. <laughs> you know who must have fucking been irate is the dude who made water fountains. Because <laughs> he was selling them two at a time. Yeah. And they cut his business in half. Can I get a double Tito's and soda, please? No, no, no. no. We get a bar. We get a bar. We have our own bar. Shut the fuck up. It's the fun house, Bert. Yeah. I can't believe, I really can't believe I did not recognize that's what we were doing. Yes, but you're not really an observational comic. (laughs) (laughs) Is that in your act? Observationalism? No, that that, that bit. That's not even a word. Equal bit. No, that, no. You just burned it. You just wasted a bit on a podcast. Dude, I said, I said, oh, thank you so much. Uh, That's a fucking strong bit. I wish, yeah, but I don't do jokes like that. As a word, one of the low lights of my weekend was a teller going, I don't really like storyteller comics. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's my whole gig. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had more bits like that. But what, yeah, I don't. That's what Netflix said. <laughs> Hennigan has been murdering it since I saw him this morning. <laughs> He's I've been never... drinking since you saw him this yeah. morning. Every dog has his day. <laughs> right, they flew out from Los Angeles together, yes? No, we're no, flying he... back on. Uh, we're going hard as fuck on Monday. That's right. Oh, no. you have no idea. Yeah, we're taking it to the streets. Taking it to the streets? <laughs> yeah, but, but we're keeping it real. <laughs> It sounds better when a black person says it. <laughs> We're taking it to the streets. Yes. Oh, this I'm going to yeah. get really fucked up. <laughs> get? Oh. oh. Yeah. Tell us about Never Vegas. Seen. Come on. Vegas was pretty cool. It was really fun. No, uh, it was a piece of shit, and everyone knows it in the comedy community, <laughs> and they'll be listening to this podcast. That's so true. Don't, yeah. It's, it's good money. How many shows? <laughs> there you go. Boom. It's good money. I was, how, was, many, how many shows did they cancel? Uh, they canceled a lot, but not mine. <laughs> yeah, it's good Some, money. Uh, for the audience, we have to address the fact that people are here live. They, they tried to some upstart uh, comedy festival in Vegas where some douchebag that didn't know 
how to run a festival but knew how to write a check. Got a lot of really good comedians there, but no audience showed up. I can't, I can't be a part of this because I like the guy. <laughs> and you haven't got your check yet. No, I got my check. Did you? Yeah, yeah, oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a, uh, for, My shows are sold out. Yeah. Yeah, but you haven't gotten paid. Well, let's call Judy Brown and see what's up with that. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get paid, I'll be fucking. I'll be, I'll be happy. <laughs> I could walk away from that happy. Could you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a big ego boost. It's comedy festivals. <laughs> comedy festivals are fucking insane because it's it it is uh sometimes it's the best comics. Like like when we did the uh uh end of the world podcast, someone said to me, you know, this you know, this show, it was for those of you who don't know, it was me, Stan Hope, Bill Burr, and Joe Rogan. Uh, and, Bas- and, basically, and, yeah. I was yeah. there too. Chad Shank was there. <laughs> well, yeah. By the way, by the way, the people on the like Marilyn Manson was there. It was a fucking insane lineup. Someone was like, "You realize this would be like a three hundred dollar comedy ticket?" And that's the cool thing about festivals. Like last night, I was laughing my dick off with the funniest comics in the world. It's just howling laughing. We we flew. A, they flew us out in a private jet. This is where I knew they were lost money. <laughs> <laughs> They flew us out in a private jet immediately. I was like, get the check quick. Uh, it, but man, it was it was really fun. There were a lot of really talented comics. The, the comedy community is the size of Bisbee. Just comedians. Yeah. So imagine if like all of Bisbee, you all lived everywhere else, but came here once a year for a festival. You're like, oh fuck, I'm from Bisbee too. Bisbee, Bisbee, Bisbee. That's yeah. what festivals are like, where you're f- meeting up with all. Like, I see Bert maybe once a year. Yeah. Well, Hennigan too often. But uh, my comic <laughs> comedian friends, you see them only when you happen to cross paths on the road. So when you're all in one place and you outnumber the suits and the bookers, even the audience, fuck oh. the audience. <laughs> yeah, we're partying. It's, it's, it's worth it, even if your check bounces. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm concerned about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way they made that money back. Yeah, you should be. Yeah. Maybe half of it will bounce. Yeah. 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 So you're, yeah, you're 50 50. It'll I'm, skip. I'm sure you'll get paid after they've paid Tignataro and Divatel. <laughs> Bert, Bert has a. Bert was only in Bisbee once before. Yeah. Uh, last year. And it was overnight. You got in at like five o'clock. We got shit faced, and Bingo had to drive you to the airport. Let's not get off on how that story went. <laughs> that was the start of the Desperate Measures tour. Yeah. Was, <laughs> an Amber Alert and a mental institution later, here you are. <laughs> Oh, that you have no idea. There's there's so many secrets about that drive that I wanted to share. Because <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, we won't get about. Into don't it. tell yeah, us. Yeah, don't tell us. Saint so, David is boring. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it was really fucking. It was like getting. A, it's getting a secret. And Bingo was like, "I'm running away," and I was like, "What the fuck do I do with this knowledge?" <laughs> Call Doug. And then, and then, but no, no. But then <laughs> Doug called me, and he was like, he was like. Uh, are you with Bingo? I was like, I am. I got a secret. I don't want to tell you yet. <laughs> I swear to God, there's so many things I, I wanted to leave. I was going to have Washtub Willie 
Oh, I'll close the show with like. a song. But he's out of town. He's out of town? Well, he's <laughs> isn't he always out of well, town? Yeah, I guess he lives out of town. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Was he doesn't have a town. I thought that was his gig. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was a fun... Uh, that was really fun. <laughs> well, tomorrow, he says he has a lot of plans... Oh, I got big plans. You have tomorrow. plans? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I have a lunch planned. A lunch? Yeah, I want to do like a big lunch where we all go out. Where? I, wanna, I, I so badly want to get dressed in suits and play tennis. Like, there's <laughs> oh. We can do that. We can still have the rackets we haven't used for 10 years. I think I might just take a Xanax, though. Yeah, that's what I assume. When you were yeah. saying that, after telling me you have not slept since Vegas, yeah, you have a lot of plans for lunch and shopping and... Stuff. Oh, I just want to experience it all. That's the problem with me. I have a hard time saying no. You could do that tonight. Yeah, this is pretty much it, Bert. (laughs) (laughs) The women in Bisbee, can we all agree, are the hottest women in the world? (laughs) I've seen so many fucking hot chicks. He's been drinking for fucking days. Told you he's drunk. Those three sisters you were talking to? You know the three sisters? Yeah, the shenanigans. Three, their names are the shenanigans? They're, they're three sisters. Yeah, they're only Irish one of them called lives the shenanigans? Here. Talk about a threesome. Oh, I had a threesome with the shenanigans. Sounds like you had a threesome and got the shenanigans. <laughs> oh, I could start a new family here. Oh, God. See, this is where I want to tell the Lynn Shawcroft story that just happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh. But, Lynn, should I not tell that story right now? No, you should. No, definitely tell it. I'll, on, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Lynn to say no. She's too busy talking. Is she not? If you're not fucking listening, yeah, then fuck you. Yeah. You goddamn airplane no-show. There she is. So can I tell this story or not? Yes or no? The one that just happened in front of the house across from the shenanigans. All right. All right, Lynn. I I, I knew we should have mic'd backstage. My God. (laughs) Let me set the scene. So. We pull up in a... We'll bring you out later because you're going to come up. Yeah. Back to the story. Lynn's a bit daffy. Okay. Uh, Lynn, uh, she's, she's a wreck. I'm trying to find a local reference, but you're not local mostly. So uh, go ahead. Set the scene. So we're in a surprisingly expensive suburban. <laughs> For Bisbee, you mean? I have two Piccaninny dolls in the back. The, the suburban Im- costs more than Chaley's house. Yeah. <laughs> And we're really heading nice to the Mexican border. Yeah. Uh, me, <laughs> and, me and Brett Erickson are in the way back. Doug realizes he recognizes a this girl. This is an hour ago. Girl playing the ukulele in the street, and he says hi to her. It's a shenanigans. It's, her two sisters comes out, and we're waiting for Lynn. The whole time we're waiting for Lynn. No this Lynn, is, no isn't Lynn. this, uh, what's that movie with George Clooney with the big teeth? Ocean's the, Eleven. No, the si- sirens. Oh, Ocean's uh, Twelve. Oh, no, no I, 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 old brother, where are they? Old brother, where are they? Yeah, 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 yeah. Weren't there three sisters like that? Three yeah, sirens. It's, it's almost uh, like a fucking the Iliad and the Odyssey. 
Three sisters come out. One's playing a ukulele. Two are kind of hot. Hang on. I no have, one's no, wearing bras. I, I, <laughs> I did not make this connection earlier. A but Bert was incredibly drawn to leave the suburban. <laughs> I was. Wait, fucking. wait. You're not setting the scene. The scene is we have to be here at 7 o'clock sharp. Lynn Shawcroft says, don't leave me behind. I'm going to have my phone on. We're at the Airbnb over beside behind the house. And I call her, doesn't answer. Then I call her. Then it goes straight to voicemail. <laughs> then I call her. Then you get that Mexican thing where you're like, do, do, do. She's like, you get the wrong signal because you're too close to the border. So we're all in the suburban. Cause no, hold on, hold on. But Doug is talking to three sisters. This I'm is not my... there. We're not there yet. Yeah, calm oh, okay. This is when we have to go bang on her Easy. fucking oh, door. Yeah, 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 we yeah, have yeah. to my bang bad. on Shawcroft's door at the Airbnb. I go in saying, hey, we're leaving. Everyone's waiting out front. Now it's after 7, and I walk in, and she's naked from the top up, and she's got partials like a lot of us. We're missing a lot of teeth. It's been a long road. Fortunately, mine are all in the back. Hers, so she's got fucking spatial fucking missing teeth, naked, and I thought she got out of the shower, but the Airbnb has no air conditioning, so it's just sweat. She's... she's She's like, just up we there gotta go. Yeah. She goes, I, my, my phone was charging. <laughs> but Doug's statement to us is, surprisingly nice breasts. <laughs> oh, she always has well, that that nice breasts. Surprisingly nice breasts. But then, Doug separates to talk to the three sisters. And we're well, sitting there on, waiting wait, for she, uh, Shawcroft <laughs> says, give me 90 seconds. Yes. And I'll be right down. I go, well, just come like you are. And then she mocked, and Shawcroft might have done it. Come here just sweating, topless, and toothless. <laughs> just to, She's that cool. But I go, no, 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 no. Right. Like there are no teeth? No, she's got some. She's got no, like she came here with no teeth. Like, I'm just going to do this? Well, all right. Now we get to where I'm going to have to wait. The- Fortunately, I had a road cocktail. And that's when the other eight of you fat bastards are stuck in the... <laughs> Eighth row of the suburban. We're I'm, waiting for Lynn, and then, but but, but the, the line is perfect on the way it was delivered. So Doug is standing in the middle of the street talking to these three sisters. Lynn comes out, no shoes, toothbrush in her mouth, brushing her teeth. Gets in the car, and someone says, "Hey, I think you forgot your teeth." <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> Chad. It was Doug who fucking yes, she, yes, she yes, ran yes. out. She spilled gave Doug her purse. Cigarettes. And a toothbrush and some other stuff. Well, she spilled her purse in the road as she's jumping in. (laughs) All of her shit goes everywhere. And I said, I assume you have your teeth on you? (laughs) And then she went, (laughs) oh, shit. I'm going to run back up. But wait, but wait, wait. The line is, Doug goes back to talk to the sister. Well, I have to pick up the stuff. And turns around and gets it, sticks his head in the suburban and goes, she brought her toothbrush, but not her teeth. <laughs> I'm picking up all of her shit that spilled on the he said street. It. He and said one it of them's a toothbrush. Out loud to himself, but to us. And then we went. And then we watched her going, oh, like, oh, it was the fucking all us, All of us fat bastards stuck in the suburban were laughing our ass off. Oh. Uh. That's why I knew these are completely pointless. 
Like we're trying to, hey, how do we do a live podcast and oh. make it entertaining? We, yeah, we got some stories there if we need them, but yeah, just getting here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did you take your teeth out? I can't see. Uh, That's because they're looking for the away. Listener, <laughs> for the listener of the podcast, uh, Shawcroft just stuck her head out the window, laughing style, missing teeth, saying, I lose them a lot, but people say they just can't tell. Where it's the joke is. F- fuck the listener. Uh, you said laughing style. I think you lost everybody with laughing style. Yeah, that's. Uh, see, I told you, Shawnee. <laughs> These are. You uh, listen. Oh, uh, hold on, Lynn. Lynn, I'm gonna. Was that, gonna was, that, was that Whitney Lynn, Stein save said it that? for later. We're gonna bring you out last. We try to listen to Bert's phenomenal stories on the drive from Tucson today, oh. and Bert would say, "Oh yeah, one time I uh, killed a guy with a." Uh, uh, the, an ice pick, and she goes, "You know what I like is uh, uh, ices. Those uh, what you, uh, Italian ice, ice." And just, yeah, he's got great stories, and one word sends her straight into boring. <laughs> yeah, I was very gra- glad you were gripping the wheel at that point because you were so visibly angry. <laughs> and the booze shakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I gotta drive and listen at the same time. There's a part of my brain that was like, I can't believe I'm letting Stanhope drive me three hours somewhere. <laughs> like part of you goes like, "Fuck, this is white knuckling it." No, I, I. It was like the river wild. hasn't been sober for three hours in twenty years. <laughs> no shit. When I sleep, I assume uh, we 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 stayed overnight and. Uh, Anyway, we pick up Bert at the airport, and I had one beer waiting for him. But he shows up needing a drink really bad, and so we go back to the hotel we had stayed at where my beer is waiting for me, and I chug my beer, and he's like, yeah, I need a drink. But I think you thought that I'd been drinking the whole time. I definitely did. But I you definitely didn't did. seem worried. That is a safe well, assumption. Because well, I, 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 I would uh, never drive drunk. I don't ever. Yeah. That's true. Lynn yeah. was lit. No, she had one drink. It's no, gonna bring no, her no. back. She, oh, she, she, she was lit. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. <laughs> Point being. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Point being, I tell Bert, we get a Suburban. Yeah, you can drink on the drive. Let's not sit here any longer at this bar. Just drink because we're going to be late anyway getting back. Drink. And then when we stopped at the pilot for mixers, because I was have booze in the car, not for me, but for guests. I'm a host. We got booze in the car. Just drink in the back of the Suburban. We stopped for mixers. And it, you looked at me and you said... Uh, what do you got, iced tea? Yeah, I thought you were drinking. <laughs> That's I. Di- it didn't put it together till later. Oh, I was like, just he's iced wondering tea? what 
mixer I'm having <laughs> when I'm driving two hours. Yeah, who, no, I'm not drinking. Who cuts vodka with iced tea? <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, I was like, oh, I guess that's my new drink, iced tea and vodka. <laughs> It's not bad. I've done that. Done Bert, that. Well, Bert had no expectation uh, that you would be sober driving him from home from Tucson. Hence oh, the white knuckling it. Up. When Chaley is not here, I'm a very good mirror of Chaley. I, I, I take care of my shit. But if you're here, oh no, I'm it's fu- over. Fuck you. It's your job now. <laughs> Off the charts. <laughs> Breakfast. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, you're my. That's the Bisbee jury right there. That's all of our friends. Oh, is that Margo is here? Oh, fuck. Margo is here. You left me a message and saying you weren't coming. Nurse Betty is here. Neighbor Dave is here. Lucy St. John from Redbone. If you want to buy a fucking Doug Stanhope or Bingo outfit. Nurse Betty's back there. Gabe. Oh, Gabe, you came anyway? You fucking cunt. Gabe. I got you, Jeff. Don't worry. I'm going. I can't do everyone. Hang on, Jeff. You've never even been mentioned on the podcast. Nobody knows who you are. I'm talking to the people. We love you. Gabe, right before the the show tonight, text me. Um, there's some confusion. Is this a comedy show tonight or a podcast? Not that your podcasts aren't funny. <laughs> All sarcastic. Just, like throws a dagger of doubt into your heart. <laughs> Clearly on brown paper tickets it says, this will not be a comedy show. Actually on the... I know, but perceptivity is not Gabe's strong point. That's true. <laughs> Google that word, Gabe, and come back to us when you... I think he understood strong point. <laughs> Bert, your tomorrow, should you make it through? What, what, what are your plans? What you you want to have lunch somewhere. Where do you want to have lunch? Do you want to go to Mexico? Um, the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, well, actually, open. I was thinking of like a cool place that uh, has a lot of like earthy tones. Poco. <laughs> And I wanted to like, I wanted a big table and Poco. people to be showing up. I wanted people to say stuff like, oh, last night was fucking crazy, right? And I was like, yeah. oh. Big table. Check. I think, I think Poco is right the here. only place. Let, let, <laughs> by the way, yeah. when you say tomorrow's going to be fucked up, you, you sent me the note. But just tell people there is an after party after this boondoggle. The green wristband. You got them? Green nope. wristbands? All right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's down the street and then you take a left. Walk if Just you have to. Just ask someone not where's far. Elmo's and then go across the yeah. street to where the crowd of people you are sitting next to are. No, not giving specific directions is how we weed people out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you can't figure it out, it's not that big a town. They're going to be at Elmo's. What does this get me? I have a green wristband. <laughs> yeah. Elmo's is like the Bisbee Lung Fung. What was that? An, an in That's joke. why we put you on first. We can take you out. <laughs> we'll put in Eric. Can we get Lynn ready? Moment. Who's on first? Hennigan's been so yeah. There's an after party there. Once we're done and we we're selling merch, selling and merch, and hanging out. For yeah, the we'll band. be over Fuck, there. I You'll find merch. It. You could have brought merch. Wait, you guys said there was going to be an open mic at the after party. What? 
We said a lot of things. Well, I, I was just yeah, questioning. I don't remember. I don't know. That seems Is there like, a mic? Well, yeah. that seemed like the most interesting part of the whole evening. I we, we, we sign contracts and then immediately disown them. So what? It's like, it's like, the after party right. is just a sting. With Breakfast. Them. Who's staying the weekend? Yeah. All right. Breakfast. Morning's Cafe in the Warren District. Um, That's tomorrow, where you tomorrow, go. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Someone will direct you to the Not Bisbee oh, Breakfast damn. Club or whatever. Boo. I, yeah. I, no, no, they I, have I great like food. They have great food. It's too far. But uh, for us, where we live in the Warren District, keep yeah. Warren boring. <laughs> they have uh, Morning's Cafe where I go because it's stumbling distance from my house but I still drive <laughs> and uh, everyone knows my name with ice Here's tea it. I just I want to do this just for Bisbee Bisbee Breakfast Club has t-shirts that say I couldn't wait to I saved this for this podcast just they have their slogan is Bisbee Breakfast Club often copied Never duplicated. Where, if you have any kind of marketing sense, you're, first of all, you're stealing a hackneyed, cliched catchphrase wrong. It's often imitated, never duplicated. But you have... Often copied, never duplicated, which mean the same thing. <laughs> so they wear these t-shirts with pride as they serve the tourists. And uh, I ate there once because it was a Thursday, and I know that because that's the only day that mornings is closed. So I went there for breakfast, and I said to holiday. them... That um, I brought up the T-shirt thing, and they said, "Well, copied and duplicated." And they stuttered. That they never <laughs> thought of it. Like, I'm just trying. Here's the thing. You know how I am on stage. You can't be a dick in a small town like that. So I'm I'm trying to passive aggressively be a cocksucker. Where I'm like, "Your fucking T-shirt makes no sense," but I have to do it. Like shuffle and jive. You know how we get along. We all get along here. And then once they got through their bad explanation, I said, haven't you opened another location? And they go, no, two and a third in the works. (laughs) So they're worse than you. Because if you try to copy, but you can't duplicate those other locations, I, I should stay away. I, I left it at that. Check, please. Hey, Check, please. When, when, uh, when we were in high school, our coach made us T-shirts for our baseball team that said uh, uh, 10% talent, 100% hard work. <laughs> On the, did it say we suck on the back? <laughs> my, my buddy Dean Kent got the shirt and he goes, How about one per, 
percent retarded. Is this math in that? I wish I still had that. I didn't understand anything you said in that last one. Oh, I like that fan. Are we going to talk about Bisbee stuff now? Well, yeah, we're done with Bisbee stuff. I, Are I, we? I thought we were going to talk about the Copper Queen. What? The you, Copper Queen. You, uh, want, you said you wanted to talk about the Copper Queen. Yeah, it's on there. Oh, what? Liz, hold, please. I, want, I wanted to talk to Bert. He's our guest. Oh, yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's the fucking star. Yeah. Bert the Conqueror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that... The Machine. Yep. Let me machine. Drop, let me drop some credits for the locals. Is your travel channel show still on? Birth to Conqueror? Is that still going? I got fired. It's on somewhere though. <laughs> Did they replace you with another Bert? Uh uh no. How about yeah. Trip Flip? Bert Convy is dead. Canceled. I Googled it. That's yeah, they, how I got Bert Kreischer as a guest. I go, is Convy available? Bert Convy? No, he's uh, dead. What about Bert Kwong? Bert Kampfert is the number one Bert. Whoa. Oh, yeah, like when I Google Fucking Germans. a lot. Uh, Fucking Germans. No, they, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not working for Travel Channel anymore. So, uh, <laughs> wait, you had something. Well, fuck those credits. Yeah, fuck that. All right. Don't see, see Bert anywhere except yeah. on Showtime. You guys, everyone in Bisbee steals everything anyway. They find it on YouTube and oh, do that. We're, we're talking we're, about we're, that today. That, uh, like, the only reason I'm selling any tickets right now is because of Facebook. Fucking, I had videos that went viral on Facebook. Uh, what's Facebook? <laughs> Holy shit, man. You were right about this town. Yeah, welcome to, welcome to, welcome to Bisbee. <laughs> they all got ukuleles, but no one's got a computer. It's three high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I had a, a bunch of shit go viral on Facebook, and that, it was the best thing that happened. We were talking about this today. I was like, I just want to do a special and put it on fucking Facebook. I know. I explained why you shouldn't do that. I know, but I, <laughs> I still disagree. Uh-huh. Well, well, we'll talk about that on the flight back. All right. Oh, we're going to have a fun flight I, I, back. I have to announce. Let me look at my watch because we will be taking an intermission so you can smoke. We got some shit. Yeah, we I'll, like, I'll let you know. Yeah, it's like, I know, a, just, it's like an old again, school it's movie. Like it's like Doctor Shivago. Yeah. So oh, I'll, say, I'll, nice. say, I'll do my material. Th- this yeah, is we'll the... do crowd rap while we're doing intermissions and people are smoking, so you feel like you came for a reason and you were acknowledged. And I'll go, "Hey, what do you do?" And then I'll just, "That's great." And then, "Hey." Where are you from? <laughs> I I just told myself this would be like a regular podcast, except uh, a bunch of people but, staring at you. But uh, I didn't ever take into the fact this would be the first podcast where I just couldn't smoke weed whenever I wanted to. <laughs> I, believe me, that's what made me think of intermission. I can smoke yeah. cigarettes, weed, however, but... Uh, I, he has a rape story. Whoa. You're going to be here the whole time. Oh, uh, I'm not going anywhere now. Yeah, yeah. Says you. It's, not, it's not a rape story. <laughs> Are we teasing that? Do you want to you do that on, after the break, or do you want to... Well, no, I, we have might a fucking hit a... thousand things. That Bert and I have a couple things. You know what? Oh, fuck. Wait, wow. Say it. That, that's a yeah, great we'll, tease, we'll, by we'll the way. We'll save the rape That's thing. a great tease. How oh. about... Well done. Let's, let's close on this, because it's soft. I have it in my notes, but... I would I, I'd get Shawcroft in for this. It's just road trivia shit. Maybe I shouldn't do this. Maybe I should check. What are you doing? No, no. What, this what, what, this, <laughs> I, I know what you're doing. This will take longer than what to cut into a What are you thinking of break. doing? Yeah, we'll what? end on that. All right, yeah. No, you got to keep going. You got you to. All right. You got some more time here. Chad Shank, you were 
raped when you're a kid. Oh, man. Oh, I didn't mean that. Oh, oh no. shit. <laughs> this is not All how right, I thought well, this story was going. <laughs> See, this took right. a turn that I didn't know this hey, was going to... Hey, T.O. Settis. T.O. Settis. T.O. Settis, everybody. The perfect Bloody Mary mixer. Nurse Betty sells that. T.O. Settis. We, we, got were, our, we got ours today yeah. at uh, Ace Hardware. <laughs> yeah, it's industrial. Teal Studies I for the stories you don't want tape. to tell. In this town at Ace Hardware, I bought a book on tape yeah. by a local author that was fantastic. The People's History of Bisbee, but they sold it at the hardware store. It's a fucking great town. Why don't you live here? Tom Kanopka, you should be selling fucking houses instead of Blue Apron here. The fucking perfect host. All right, should we do? Should we do whatever you want? Should we do a break? Yeah, let's have someone get a pizza. Yes, I would love a pizza right now. Right, (laughs) take a break. Let's. Let's, We're gonna take uh, a a small intermission. So let's say seven minutes, because that's how long a cigarette. We'll play some music. Yes. Ooh, ooh, can I take the music? You can. Yeah. But of course. I want heart crazy on you. Uh, except that song. What? I don't have the fucking internet here. I, I just have, got I've got I've 30 got days in the hole. Can, uh, can you play can you play can you play Bird uh, Cloud? Yes, I bird can play cloud. Bird Cloud. Little bird Cloud. Everyone loves the Bird Cloud. Too late. <laughs> All right, and now we're at break. Don't worry. Break. When we Get say drinks, we're at break. You're at break, but don't think we're not recording. Don't come up and say, hey, I'm fucking this problem child while my wife is in the fucking as- insane asylum. She's only 15, but she wanted to meet you. Because they're taping still. We will record that. All right, so are we going to take a break? Let's, let's, do, ta- let's do some. Yeah, you go take a break. No, I, we, I this is a break. Who? No, I'm going to play music. Oh, fuck And you yeah, can go smoke, thing. and so All he right, can tell see. his story. Yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. even I don't even know how this works. I, we're, I don't. <laughs> well, we did tease him with the rape story. Yeah. We'll is, come are back. we still recording? Uh, yeah. Wait, at this point, I have to tell the story just so people don't tell think I got raped. You did. I'm going to fucking argue with that. All right. This All right, we're done for break. Point counterpoint segment with Chad and I. Please hold. <laughs> I think we're taking a break. We'll be right back. We'll play about three or four songs. Uh, hey, here's uh, Burt Kreischer's request. Bird Cloud. Have a drink. Have a smoke. We'll be right back. Well, I was... <laughs> well, I was sober as a judge walking around Williamsburg. Everyone, loud, loud, fake laughter and applause for all those smoking people so they think they're missing something. One, two. (laughs) 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 Fucking smokers. Oh, man. Oh, shit. 
and, and that was an Twitter. Afghanistan air stewardess, Bert? What? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was from Afghanistan. Say you no, right, we're, we know where we're going next. But uh, Doc Mark is here. Where's Doc Mark? You saved Bingo's life. Dr. Mark. Dr. Mark. And Dr. the Mark. lovely Robin. Oh, hey, I was supposed to trade you up for fucking Erickson. I forgot that part. Do it live. Beat it. Get Erickson in here. Erickson. Erickson, take Hennigan's place. Brett Erickson. We also have Christine Levine here. Shawcroft, she's got to wait. God damn it, we... uh, we, got a, we had a bank robbery here. Pro Flowers. I just wanted to drop <laughs> Pro Flowers into this because Pro Flowers is a sponsor. And uh, we're not the kind of people that send flowers. We don't have those kind of relationships where that's necessary. So when there was a bank robbery in the Warren district of Bisbee even, yeah, we sent uh, flowers to the gals that work there. And, Are you serious? Uh, yeah, and I said uh, uh, the note was uh, put your hands up in the air and party like you just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, even my audience can appreciate the use of pro flowers. So, so far, so far our, uh, our commercials have been about pre sending a spray of flowers to your own funeral. And now a bank robbery, which I think they need more boxes to tick on on what's the occasion. I used to try to write uh, greeting cards for like abortions or DUIs, and I thought that would be a funny thing to sell after shows. (laughs) So many ideas out there. Hey, can I get another? uh, Thank you. The like, best bar in the world is where you don't have to finish your drink order. Oh, the last time I was with you guys, I got so fucked up. Yeah, I was there. That happened. I sold that. Uh, I shouldn't say this. Fuck. Never mind. I saw videotape on Periscope of us making out against your will, which is a good segue into the next rape chunk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, You're not I, supposed to run towards me when I scream rape into a microphone. <laughs> She's a real hero. So last time you got fucked up. Sorry. No, 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 no. Uh, it was one of the favorite nights of my entire life. It really was. And if you watch it online, I swear to God, it doesn't let down. It's at the time I was shooting a vlog, and I shot it, and I edited it. And it, uh, it, I, it, it's the first time I've heard Nathaniel Rat- Radcliffe. Ratliff. That, that guy. Yeah. Uh, SOB. Son of a Son bitch. Of it. Get me a drink. Wait, that hold guy. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll play it. <laughs> and it, I swear to God, it'll sell. It, it, it is the... If I wake up... So I wake up at like fucking six in the morning. Uh, Where did you sleep even? I slept in one of the rooms. Little house. Little house? Little house. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, it's Stan playing Hope. right now. Stanhope. Oh. Okay, okay. Here, turn it down, turn it down. I'll stop it. All right, stop it. Stop it so, so you wait, can play so it from YouTube. Listen. Oh, this is our whole fucking podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, play yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll take a break. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. You ready, ready, ready? This is me 
This is six in the morning. Bingo's about to run away. I just woke up. I am fucking so happy I came out here. Just, just watch, the, just watch the YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. I kept saying, I kept saying. No, my I mean wife, like right now. Take out your yeah. phone and watch the YouTube video. Yeah, along I guess that with could the be. Rest of unless you, wife, unless you have T-Mobile, then do it some other place. <laughs> <laughs> On the roof. On the roof. For everybody who has T-Mobile, I have a Verizon hotspot available for you tonight. <laughs> I said to my wife when I got home, I go, we don't sing enough out loud. She was like, what? And I go, when, we, when I was a dog, we were all singing out loud. And she was like, I'm not fucking going to start singing with you. <laughs> I go, but there were so many moments where we all just started singing. It was so cool. How drunk did you get her before you proposed this? Yeah. Oh, my wife doesn't get drunk. She does what we call unassisted sleeps, where she just goes to bed like a fucking Mormon, just goes, good night. Unassisted sleep. Yeah, I got seven registered unassisted sleeps this year. Oh, I can't even fathom unassisted sleep. No fucking shit. <laughs> I lit. I lay in bed and my brain starts losing its fucking mind. Going, we should set some booby traps. <laughs> unassisted sleep for Chad is suicide by cop. That's the only way he's falling asleep. That's technically assisted sleep. I guess. Yes. I guess you did force someone's hand. Oh. Oh, you're coming back. I saw. I saw or the as I call it, row there, and I thought maybe. I'm just, I'm just saying. I thought maybe a lot of people left. That we have to. All these fucking assholes up here. All my friends. When we do live podcasts at the Funhouse, they just leave. We bore the fuck out of them, but oh, if we're charging money and you're gonna be here, oh, we can't wait to go listen to you babble some more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Chad Shank and uh, told me maybe a month ago, maybe two months ago. Time flies. No, no, it was before this broke as news. You're like. I heard this shit on Benson Radio. Oh no, that was two. That was two years ago. <laughs> like I said, it's wow. Just just as a reference of how fucked up our time reference is. <laughs> two years ago, I told you I heard this. Well, fucking... Then you brought it up again in the recent months, where you sent me emails because you were bait. If you don't know, locals maybe know it's Benson. That's a long way for you, even. Benson is the nether region between Bisbee and everyone else in the world that nobody knows. Country Radio, the guy that owns the station, was playing late-night PSAs about how to hide your child porn. You know this one? Not not that it was wrong, but how to hide it. My God. it was, and they ran. Oh, it's been two years that they've been running. Two years. It was two I, well, months ago. Well, you told well, me. I about emailed it. him two years ago when I heard it, <laughs> and, and you I emailed said, him. <laughs> well, because because I wanted a copy of this PSA to play on the podcast. He wanted proof. 
He wanted yeah. proof. I, I asked him at least for a transcript so I could read the PSA on the transcript oh. so we can make fun of it. There's been definitely a handful of porns that I was like, oh, that's why I don't take my computer to the Apple bar. Yeah. <laughs> quicksand porn. You ever watch quicksand porn? No. Oh, oh, oh no. Fucking awesome. yeah, quicksand yeah. porn? You got it's a lady awesome. that knows it. Yeah, quicksand porn's hot. Uh, I don't watch the whole thing. I'm not a creep, but like... Uh, you, you mean you finish early? Well, no, right when her boobs hit the dirt, that's when it gets hot. That, I swear to God, I dare you not to get your dick hard. When you see tits hit mud, you're like... little Abbott and Costello in me. Unassisted sleep. Unassisted sleep. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I never... Uh, I can't even watch... When, when I was... When I was uh, my wife started and I started dating... Her best friend was dating this dude, and they were helping him move, and he had a magazine barely legal, which for a guy doesn't register as like kitty porn, but to a woman goes, barely legal? Is he into children? <laughs> and I was helping them move, and I went, it's not a big deal. And they're like, are you serious? And I was like, oh, yeah, fuck that guy. He's a kitty porn guy. <laughs> so back to your story. <laughs> so... But he, he brought this up just a couple months ago. I know. And he, you forwarded me the emails that you had sent to him, and he emailed back saying, well, it's, I'm glad someone agrees with me or some bullshit. I, I can read you the emails. He's like, this is the left rules this state. They're just fucking people over. Like, I don't know. It might have been the right. I don't when know the difference. When fucking children is a left or right situation. <laughs> we won't have that close of elections. I was, I, was, I was such a diplomat when I emailed this guy. I'm like, my friend is a public speaker, and he would He's be interested in your point of view because I didn't want to be like, my friend is a stand-up comic, and he makes fun of what you're talking about. <laughs> but but then, you have to understand that the guy would have had what... I could find an arguable point about the difference between looking at it versus doing it. And Arizona has like outrageous some guys doing 100 years for looking at pictures of kids yeah. naked in sexual situations. But the difference between... You can argue that, but the dude was giving you specific directions on how to have a secondary hard drive or some shit that I don't even understand. And this is where you put your child porn. The first time I heard it, I could not believe it. I was like, this fucking guy is telling you how to hide child pornography. On the radio, he's the owner of the station doing these as midnight PSAs. That's federally regulated. (laughs) There's someone watching that, right? right. There's someone who's supposed to... The FTC. When it it hit national news recently... Last week, and Chad's like, we were going to do that on the (laughs) podcast. We would have been breaking news. This podcast... It was my shining moment, like a fucking breaking... News guy. Wait, wait, wait. I want all of us, because we all do reads on a podcast, I want all of us to do our read for hiding your kitty porn. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Back to Taylor Swift in a moment, but right now, I want to talk to you. Do you think about fucking Taylor Swift when, wait, when you mine. didn't want to be so mean? <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Okay. 
How old is Selena Gomez? <laughs> Have you been sitting there Googling to myself? Well, it's okay to jack off to her now that I've got a second hard drive for my computer. <laughs> Dude, Selena Gomez is the shit. That is almost <laughs> verbatim the commercial that this guy read. Erickson, I, you, you're looking at me. I realized I didn't even introduce Brett Erickson, did I? You did. I just, I threw Hennigan out. How about this? Uh, do you watch Law and Order SVU and cheer for the bad guys? <laughs> cheer for the bad guys! Are you like me? Are you Catholic? Do you like the sixth sense? <laughs> I don't know where that was going. I don't even get that, but it's funny. I don't know. I can't believe he was doing reads. Wait. Keep going. Well, this, uh, after Chad was, his breaking news moment was stolen by our lethargy in getting around to doing another podcast. You had the fucking evidence. You emailed it to me and this. But we just never get around to it remembering. It was a loser a couple weeks ago. I know, and ago. then it shows up. Okay, okay, I'm going to interject. There's uh, sometimes what, what I'm witnessing right now is a moment where you see something that's so brilliant and no one realizes how brilliant it is. There's a band called LFO. <laughs> Do you know who that is? Okay, the uh, lead singer's passed away. He had leukemia. He died. But he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoiler uh, I alert. Know, I know. Did anybody, did <laughs> by the way, did anybody get points in Death Pool? <laughs> he was on Howard Stern. He used to date Jennifer Love Hewitt. I know everything about this motherfucker because of Google. So his name was Rich. He had a lyric in one of his songs that I caught the same way Chad caught that advertisement. I was laying in bed. Do you know what lyric I'm talking about? No. Oh. Fuck. You don't either. Ah, neither do you. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. He said, uh, remember that time in high school when we broke up before the prom and you told everyone that I was gay? And I went, that is the truest lyric that's ever been written in music ever. Because you know that he sat with this girl and he was like, I want to be in a boy band. And she was like, I think he might be gay. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. And he was like showing videos uh, in sync. Like, look at them. Look how great they are. Look how beautiful they are. And she told everyone he was gay. It's my favorite lyric I've ever heard. And it's just like that when you heard it. I Did go, you set this up with this was a boy band? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Or maybe. I, I don't know. I I'm pretty fucking that. drunk. Can I get one more? One more? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the name of the song? Uh... We're not phone. playing at the end yeah. of the pot. Yeah. This, this guy was yeah. a rape victim. That's why Chad oh, how lucky was you. so destroyed by listening to this child poor this, thing because you told me. We disagreed with this. Okay. When, when Chad was a tender 15-year-old kid. 16. You were 16 and the guy. I had it written down as 15. Yeah, 15's hotter. <laughs> Skinny, skinny white guys, 15 or 16, is the same thing. <laughs> and he worked at Safeway. Yeah. I went to Not work, here. I, I went to work at Safeway when I was 15. But the, the thing was is that you said that 
rape between a, a, a man and a woman was the same thing. That was the argument. Well, I think, no, the right? law is. Oh, okay. That it's the same thing. Hold yeah. on, it was a chick. No, it's common well, sense. Well, yeah, you didn't is think I different. fucking would sit up here and talk about getting raped by a guy, do you? You were 15. You didn't know what was going That's on. That's fucking secret shit. You don't fucking <laughs> come up and tell that. The whole time I thought it was a dude. <laughs> Uh, no that that actually reminds me, Andy Andrus and I are going on tour <laughs> in June. Tell a story like that, and my family's here. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I thought you were gonna tell a story and fuck with the Empire, dude. And the whole time I'm like, how's his son gonna hear this? It's, it's actually very brave of him. <laughs> it's a, I, thought a, I, I thought I clued you in during the break uh, about what the story was. I guess I forgot to did. say it was a woman. <laughs> I did, but I, I... I was not listening. No, no. <laughs> we were just... We were... Rape doesn't sound... It sounds different when I hear it. Listen. That's the listen. point! <laughs> I'm, I have a visual of a Safeway. Him in the freezer with another dude. <laughs> He's holding on to a brisket going, Fuck! <laughs> they, don't Save sell, your story. Yeah. they don't sell brisket in Safeway. I don't even yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. You, do you think, discount meat section yeah. brisket? Yeah, fifty percent off. Now it makes sense. You think suitcases of Bud Light have handles for your convenience? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna throw up! I'm gonna throw up! Oh my god, this meat is expired. This whole time, I was waiting to hear a story where you got fucked by a dude. I've actually <laughs> forgot the story I'm supposed to tell. I forgot it point. too. I had I, it in my notes from know. a week ago. Yeah. I, I've already got another one in my head, so it doesn't matter what you say uh, now. I was going to bring Margot up and recreate. <laughs> Can we get a brisket? I, 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 at some point, just want Margot on mic. If you could do like I'm trying to think of an easy duet. I <laughs> holy shit. That sounded what? like I just, Vietnam. I, I want Chad Shank. I want Chad Shank and Margot to do a duet together. I, like like peaches and herb style? Ebony and Ivory. I'm trying, yeah. trying to think of an easy that, one. That's two men. Islands I in just, the stream. I just want them. Margot, the as you obviously have heard on the podcast, Margot is here. And uh, every time we've had her either to a party or a podcast or uh, we shot a, a, a pilot that went nowhere, she always has a stroke right afterwards <laughs> or beforehand. Every time she's scheduled. She had a mini stroke during a filming of a, a pilot and got up, dusted herself off, 
and then did her spot and then go to the hospital until two days later. That's no shit. Erickson. Margo, Margo, you don't have to say anything, but will you take Erickson's chair? He can do some bar backing for a minute. Just come up. I just, I just want you to talk on mic. Just please. Just come on up. Walk her up. Carry her up. On, Jesus. Oh, don't trust him with the purse. He's a used car salesman. <laughs> All right, let's get back to anyway. Listen, so whatever prolongs this story of me getting raped. So this 24-year-old woman, according to my notes. I think, I think maybe 26, but I'm, I don't know either. Wasn't there a husband involved? So when I, I went to work at Safeway as a bagger at 16. And when I got there as a 16-year-old, I immediately singled out which uh, cashiers I would bang. Because that's how you... That's how the That's mind how you works. Determine things That's all you think about yeah. when you're that yeah, age. Is where can I put yeah. this? Yeah, yeah. I, I bang her. Not whole. And then within within like three months, one of the ones that I picked out had me in the the, the cooler. There was no brisket involved, and I wasn't bent over. Wait, oh, you wait. fucked her in a Safeway. I didn't. No, no, no. But we were making out in Safeway. Right. That's where hold it on, started. Hold on, hold on. Start, slow it down. I, I, I just want to say, it's bad enough to get raped, but to get raped in a cooler, that's not going to be your best effort as a man. As, as a, I would be getting raped, and I would be saying, at, at room temperature, I'm much bigger than this. I, I didn't allow any fondling in the cooler. So she's 26, you're 15. What does she look like? Describe her as a celebrity. Um, I don't... I don't know how to describe her. Uh, oh, was if a, I had her fucking name, Mexican I had the chick. joke. But that girl as monster. <laughs> Charlize Theron <laughs> as monster. <laughs> Listen, as, as a 16-year-old, this was one of the two people that I've picked out that I would bang. So, I mean, she was... She's pretty hot. She, you know, the two. The other, yeah. Well, the other ones were like forty-five years old. I was like sixteen. So I love this. The mid twenties. <laughs> I was uh, trying to. If limit. you want to go to Safeway here tomorrow and pick out who you'd bang, <laughs> yeah, your second choice is gonna be uh, over the age of forty. So, so you're in the cooler. You're stacking uh, Budweisers. She comes up behind you grabs you, spins you around, you get caught off guard, and she starts kissing you. You are so fucking Keep close talking, <laughs> to what happened. Yeah. I you, should be a fucking novelist. I was, I was stacking milk. It's the oh! only difference <laughs> in that story. So is she. This is a new novel I'm writing called yeah. One Shade of Purple. What? <laughs> 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 I'm just glad you didn't call it half a shade of purple. <laughs> so I'm, you're stacking milk. So, so I'm 16 years old, and I end up hooking up with this girl at Safeway. We make out a lot in the uh, milk cooler, and uh, she invites me back to her house in the evening while her husband is at work on graveyard shift. She was grooming you. Oh, this is his opinion. I don't. I don't agree with this. I think I was. Uh, 
You were definitely getting raped. That was... At the I... Blue Moon Bungalows. Hey, if you're ever in uh, Bisbee, you want to stay in the Warren District, go to the Blue Moon Bungalows. They're... Uh... <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's that's really all there is to the story. I mean, I would. Give yeah, a well, you time. were well, you, you were a victim of child rape according to the law. Where this twenty-something-year-old second-place finisher <laughs> molested you. But in I think hindsight, it's... that's probably true. But thinking about it from where I was, I mean, yeah, I was a, quite a lucky fucking fellow. <laughs> Well, look at how you are now. You, you plot your own uh, suicide by cop. You have anger issues. I think it all stems back to a girl you really wanted to fuck that was older than you fucked you. But what's wrong is when you're raped like that as a child, you had to really work at it. You had to do time in the milk freezer <laughs> before you even got the invite to get raped as a child. I, I used to tell this story in the army, and whenever I would get accused of being a blowhard, like, oh, you're fucking just tell, you know, 16 years old, you got fucked by Safeway. So then I would tell the rest of the story to even it out. Oh. And is, now, so, this is Paul Harvey so the first with time, the rest of the, the story. First time, the first time her husband was, was out of town and she invited me over, I, of course, went over immediately, parked in a secluded spot, went in the fucking downstairs door, went inside. She's in the I assume bedroom. in Globe, Arizona, that she lived in a secluded spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, Doug, can I tell you right now? I'm imagining the Tempe uh, improv uh, <laughs> condo. You know that condo? That's oh, what I'm imagining. Yeah, it's in the book. <laughs> keep going. I, I, I have no idea what the fuck reference you just made, but I'm going to keep going. No, anyway. Globe, Arizona is like Benson that we drove through. It's, yeah, it, it, I'm, it's a trailer park. There's a three-legged listen, dog with listen. like meth sores from scratching. You're, you're way off. You're way off. If you knew anything about Globe, Arizona, the fact that I said her husband was on graveyard shift would let you know that he worked at the mines, which is top level fucking Globe, Arizona. This was this you was a nice up house. Miner's daughter. This, this or, uh, <laughs> no, my bad. Oh, that's a different story. I love this. I love this story. <laughs> so you go to his. Okay, tell me this part. So I'm ready. Here. You're at her house. So I'm at her house. We go in the, the, the basement door. We go in the back. Grab and, uh, some fudgesicles because you're 60. <laughs> I didn't, no idea what to expect. <laughs> Shit, are those bomb pops? <laughs> All of a sudden, he got hard. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm about to demean myself incredibly. I don't need your help. with are going to make fun references. of it. So you're listening to the Will Smith and uh, Jazzy <laughs> Jeff. So... On your walk, man. So Keep I, going. Go to, <laughs> I go to put it in, and uh, wait, what? Were you digging? Yeah. yeah. What the? F- what do you do? I I'm still in the parking lot. <laughs> I'm still on bicycles. I'm wearing bicycles. When you were walking, you made up that part. I didn't. There's no bicycles. God damn you guys. Wait, there's no bicycles. No, no, we're still going with it. Okay. So she brings you through the basement. So the security cameras can't catch you? Well, this, there was, this was uh, probably early 90s. No security oh, cameras. No oh, worries. Oh. But 
Back when you could say the end shag carpet. No one would ever I hear it. Shag carpet. <laughs> the guys, I, this is my favorite thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I have a visual of you sucking on a fun sickle with a walkman on. It's, just with a, a bouncy or something. I'm going to fuck a 26-year-old. Yeah. I'm going to fuck the, <laughs> the next part is not going to help that story anymore. So... So like a 16-year-old who got invited to the basement of a married 26-year-old, I finish immediately, Yes, but I don't have the knowledge to know that she knows what just happened. Like, I don't, I don't think she realizes I just laid a load everywhere. So I immediately tried to claim the high road, and I was like, I don't think I can do this, because you're married. Because you're married. Because you're married. Hey, uh, you going to finish your fudgesicle? <laughs> you know what? My fudgesicle is melting. <laughs> you should have dripped it on her back. There we go, this, babe. The worst part of that is she invited me back so many times after that. <laughs> The first time I, I had, fucked that up so bad. How did you invite me back? The first time I had sex with my wife, I can't. I, I oh, can't, oh, I can't. oh, Chad has the same story. But go yeah, ahead, you, you go first. first. You first. About Bert's wife. <laughs> yes, that's the joke. I came really quick, and I I told her I thought this was genius. I went, shh. I think someone's breaking into my house. <laughs> And I got up and left. <laughs> Put on a new condom and came back. I'm like, ah, oh, it was nothing. <laughs> the next day. Wait, 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 were you 16 years old? Because that's the only defense I have in my case. I was 30. <laughs> I love that we did the exact same thing. Uh, yes. uh, I don't want you to feel like a whore. Totally. Oh. <laughs> Fuck me. Hey, let's just talk for a little while, huh? Yeah. <laughs> dude, the first time I ever had sex with a chick. No one's ever made me feel that good. You ever do that one? You come too quick and like, my God, you're the first woman. And you make their ego, you put it on them. Like, no one has ever made me come that quick. Hey, stop it, man. I'm still using that. I can't believe I didn't remember your name or ask for your phone number Stop listening to this, honey. This was true. (laughs) I had an orgasm the other night. It was really quick. And my wife, right when it happened, she saw it happening in my eyes. And she went, oh, look at him. (laughs) (laughs) Who else is in the room? It's me and her. <laughs> Is she talking to someone? Oh, look at him. <laughs> I feel like I don't even know if I do stand-up. I feel like I just tell secrets. <laughs> I am fucking hammered. All right, well, we'll, we'll Wait, can move I this call along. myself Please a stand-up hold. after this? There we go. <laughs> yeah. All right. If I call myself one, you definitely should. You'll... you'll I, I, I got to get to Erickson's story because I know I'm going to love it's it. It's not going to be better than what we just heard. Well, <laughs> oh, I wish I would. Oh, there's no rape in it. Just smoked weed earlier. <laughs> you nah, get raped by it. Hennigan's probably too fucked. You want to save this? For, yeah, this, yeah. This is not... just for us. This is a. Let's do it quickly. Do it because Bert might know how this shit works. 
Hennigan's too fucked, and I don't want to switch people out anymore. Until the end, I, I, I would love to get Shawcroft up, maybe, if she's still standing. <laughs> With no teeth. <laughs> if you read my book, Digging Up Mother, where we lived, where Hennigan lives now, and Erickson lives, same apartment complex, if you wanted to get rid of shit, you could just put it on the sidewalk, and we called it leaving it out for the Russians. Because it's a Russian immigrant slash gay neighborhood. Never com- <laughs> no cross-mingling, gay or Russian. But they would scavenge anything. And Hannigan said... All right, so, so we, we got a new couch. We put our old couch on the street for the Russians to have. And uh, we, were, we all in the apartment building bet whether the couch would last 24 hours or not. And within six hours, all the cushions were gone. <laughs> and we found out that what happened is uh, the apartment manager had to throw the cushions away because a homeless guy took a shit on the couch. <laughs> so the cushions are gone, and we're like, well, who's going to take the couch now? It's never, no one's going to take it. And then uh, a couple hours later, I hear... Uh, I hear this uh, motorcycle pull up, like a chopper style, like everything you're fucking hearing today, <laughs> right? Like just that, <laughs> and it, it pulls up and it stops. And I thought they went into the building next door because it stopped. It didn't just go by. And then like maybe a minute later, it starts back up. We hear, bruh, 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 bruh. and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I look out the window and this dude is on a chopper, like with long forks, tiny wheel, full <laughs> biker dude, like with the Lemmy Kilmeister fucking mustache. <laughs> Biker vest and everything. Even the, <laughs> even the old German fucking helmet with the fucking spike, point yeah. spike on it. Like one of the fucking black widows from Every Which Way But Loose. You know? <laughs> what a great and, reference. And, he, and you just hear it like a bop, 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 And he fucking pulls out. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I look. And he's got a rope tied to the back of his motorcycle. <laughs> lassoed around the couch. And he just pulls it down the street. Not on a cart. Not on anything, just... And there goes my fucking couch wow, down the street wow, 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 wow. towards Santa Monica Boulevard. See you, man. And, and, and the best part is right on our, our street corner, there's a four-way stop sign. So the very first thing that happens is he has to stop because there's another car at the... He can't just blow through it. There's another car. So he stops. And, of course, the couch doesn't stop. It keeps sliding up. <laughs> It doesn't hit him. It stops before it hits him. But then the car goes by, so he hits the gas, and then the slack and the rope tightens, and it's a fucking couch yanks, and all the couch legs fall off. But he just pulls it right down the fucking street. There it goes. Bye, couch. About an hour later, Carrie Mitchell went down to the 7-Eleven, and she's like, I found our couch. It's at the 7-Eleven. The two blocks away. The first left turn. He, He couldn't fucking handle it. It was over with. By the way, I know exactly where you live right now. (laughs) (laughs) We we had a we got a new mattress from Casper uh, Casper mattresses. Oh, we got the Casper mattress. I I haven't slept on it. Brian's gonna sleep on it tonight. They're really good. And so we got rid of our old mattress. That wasn't really a sponsor. They are a sponsor, but we're not getting paid for this. (laughs) So I said, I said, I, I. we put on the new mattress. We had the old mattress. And, and apparently, if you're white, you have to recycle it. 
And so our our uh, our yard guy, our our yard guy's Mexican, and he goes, "Oh, just put it in the fucking alley." And I go, "Really?" And he goes, "Yeah, yeah, put it in the alley. It'll be gone in twenty five minutes." And I said, "And then he started really? backing his truck up in the alley." Yeah. Did you hear a chopper? <laughs> Yeah. I'm fucking hammered. <laughs> All right. I didn't know if you're going somewhere. The rules are The story's over. That story's over. <laughs> yeah, the rules I'm, were I've, uh, I've if, never uh, laughed if, this if, hard. I'm not this is the fucking hardest I've laughed in a fucking year. Since the last time you were in the fun house. Since the last time I was in Disney. Um. I'm trying to save myself for the after party. I know we have an after party. I'm yeah, we have the after party. It's uh, yeah, it's we're we're getting close. W- one thing uh, that we have to do. I was gonna do that. Uh, 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 this is just soft, but for road people. We we have to close on the three biographies. We have yeah. to close on that. I'm going to tell you mine. I'll tell and you this mine. was Shawcroft inspired. Yeah. I'm going to just give her the mic and just stay no, over her no, shoulder. No, I, stay no, like no, a sober stay sitter. Stay there. Stay there. Stay there. You know when when Margaret Cho was in rehab, they let her do shows, yeah, yeah. but they'd have a sober sitter stand right as soon as she Yeah, make sure she doesn't go haywire. Lynn Shawcroft. Lynn Shawcroft. Thank you. The old I'm winter willing headburn. to make out with everybody like when the Stanley Cup in Toronto Benjamin. won two years in a row. Why do you act like I'm bad? I'm just Ren- saying. Renner and Jaylee. Tilt. <laughs> Pardon moi? Okay. This, is, uh, this was just oh, going to be a dumb pizza? thing. <laughs> oh, you got a pizza. Bert Kreischer was, got a pizza delivered in Bisbee. That was Vanessa. Oh, neighbor Dave. Oh, Vanessa if did I that. could just tell how we fell in love, neighbor Dave. Oh, my God. I couldn't get a pizza delivered when me and Tom Rhodes were on mushrooms with Joby. And that's how I met my neighbor. I went out high out of my tent with charcoal eyes at 5 o'clock going, I'll give you $100 if you go get us a pizza. It's a long story. But that's how you meet your neighbors. <laughs> they don't deliver unless you're Burt Kreischer. Well, yeah. This pizza looks like, like it has Stan sliced Hope's hot dogs running on this it. show. It's good. All right, this is this is kind of you inspired. Oh, okay. Is as Love. road comics, do you tip or not tip? Oh. Actually. Chaley, I mean, not Chaley, Hennigan would be in your seat right now. But no, wow. no, 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 no. <laughs> His answer would always be no. Really? He doesn't. No! Tip. All right. Uh, uh, but stay, stay close. Put, yes. him in. Put him in. Put him in. I want to do this yeah, with you. Here. I'm going to make this quick. Yeah. He's a As gentleman I... and a scholar, not. Oh, and no, no. Tip what? Right. Do you tip? Because you... I know you tip housekeeping, Bert. Yeah, 20 bucks. Everyone. Yes. Really? Yeah. I yeah. tip housekeeping but, but the not price always, of the not room. Always. I, I, I was I've not never... a tipper for a long time. Oh my God. And you leave the room like a fucking 17 Here... ch- babies let loose with plastic. That's oh. true. Oh, hang on. I, uh, bingo. Thank you. So wait, let, be me, fair. let me introduce uh, 
Lynn properly. Years ago. Uh oh. We were at a show. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I was supposed to do this, but I forgot. We were. No, 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 no. It's not anal story. Everything isn't an anal story. Oh my god! If if I have had anal sex with you, just tell me right now. Well, here's that's the point. We don't know. Exactly. We did a show in downtown L.A. as it was just becoming gentrified, and Garrett Morris had a a club down there. Oh yeah. And well, we all got there was cocaine involved. There, every good story. Several things. This new book. Shawcroft, the book I'm writing, it's just like road stories with a thin through line. My of favorite bullshit. thing is what when I called you and you told me about the letter in like Dayton about um Reed Hang is, on. Reed just let me no, don't okay. see don't get me off topic. Okay, That's okay. just why you were not gonna be here till the end. But just know Listen, Shawcroft during any story I was mourning and vulnerable. Let me get to rape. the end of the okay. story, then you can rebut I get the fucking county prosecutor here. He can do this like a regular trial. I accept my rate completely. Listen, oh. I'm just saying a lot of the stories in my book are cocaine related where it gives a false illusion that I'm a co- cokehead. But no, those are the ones you remember. When exactly. you're drunk, you forget. But if you do coke, you wish you forgot. <laughs> do you understand? Like, you I don't, don't do coke that much. I just remember the nights. So one night, there was uh, you and I and Bingo, and we're doing this Garrett Morris. And from... we're all loose. It was the 60s yeah. or about yeah, a year ago. That was the 60s. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. <laughs> sex was sex. Well, the next morning. Last week. The next morning, we all wake up, go back to no our respective. No on any of us. Hotel rooms. We don't know that. Point being, we were so fucked up that we all assumed everyone else involved in the story had blacked it out. Yeah. We were the only people that remembered, and we shut our mouths. No one talked about it. No, because we know, I know you don't remember. She knows we don't remember. Nobody remembers. We all had a personal moment. It wasn't And mine was dark and raped. Or it per, wasn't until a year later. Eh? A year later, we yes. were at the Coach and Horses. No one said that anything. That fucked up in L.A. Mm-hmm. That fucked up. That it's the last time I remember vomiting. I was so drunk. I don't. I'm not a puker. Yeah. In high school, were you a puker? But I we were like so drunk. See, this is why she can't Sorry. be on the podcast. She will not let don't me tell a story. Like, don't you feel like the tension? I could get in trouble at any time. Yes or no? Isn't this segment of our tipping? All right. The point being, we were that drunk a year later, and you turned to us as we're trying to get overserved more at the coaching horses (laughs) and go, hey, you remember that time a year ago when we all fucked? I'm like, I don't know. You remember? No. Oh, you remember too? Oh, no. This night never happened. Yes. And I still can't black it out. Anyway, Lynn Shawcroft. But I don't Bingo, did it happen? Because it was Bingo, Doug Stanhope, and I. And normally, it would be like a kind of thing I'd remember. 
I fucked Bingo in Dextown Hope last night. But I don't know. But I did wake up and I looked at Bingo. And she, we were in the same bed and Bingo looked down. She didn't have underwear on. She went and ran out the bed. So I don't know. And I felt that was before her vagioplasty when anyone looking at her vagina would run out of the room. But no, she's beautiful. But I can't believe it happened, and I'm embarrassed, and I just want to apologize if I Oh, you can't that. apologize enough. <laughs> and one last thing. That was the night that, it, like, remember it didn't end with, remember we had a threesome? I went out and smashed my face in. Oh, that, that was the year later. Yeah, you smashed yeah. it. I, I, we could go on with that. But and the moral of the story Did you tip is, housekeeping? Look how I could bring this back around. Okay. Did you tip housekeeping that night and get back to the original thing? Do you, Brian Hennigan, do you tip when you go to sushi? Yes. Do you, you know how the sushi guy has a separate jar than the waitress? Do you tip that jar? I never tip that jar. Bert, do you tip that jar? Yes. Here's the thing. Um, when I came here, as obviously I'm from Scotland and the UK, and I'm, from, I'm slightly tight-fisted. Uh, but <laughs> Doug, Doug imbued me with this idea of tipping for fucking everything. And I've gone like, like born-again Christian tipping. I yes. tip fucking everyone. Yes. Yep. It, for the record, I think it's the if, if you went born again Christian, life. yeah, after Stanhope, then that's pretty. T- I've seen this guy tip fucking yeah. twice the bill. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. it's not tipping. I, I believe tip and it's over tipping. I used to do a thing. That's uh, on the list. Don't get ahead of me. I do this thing called. Uh, I used to do this thing called "What Would the Maid Think," where I'd leave the room in uh. a ridiculous <laughs> way. The first time I did it, I didn't tip, and then someone and I left. What I did is I took my shirt from the day of shooting, and I put it over a pillow and I put it in the refrigerator. So it looked like a human torso in the refrigerator. It was in San Antonio, Texas. I didn't tip. Before, and, before that, it was called cheap dick. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, and, then, and then my camera guy was like, hey man, if you do that, you should tip. So I, now I tip 100 bucks on. But you I, tip I, housekeeping 100? Yes. I leave change that was in my pocket because I don't let them in my room. I don't trust them. So if I'm there for five days... Oh, I don't let them in my fucking room. You don't ever get my fucking room. Wait a minute. Even even when you do the Axe body spray trick, you don't... Well, we've learned that now. Now that we smoke in rooms and then we... Allegedly. Yeah. But I think of all people, you and Bingo should tip... Twice what you're paying the fucking room. Because I've seen how you've left rooms. Oh, shots fired. I'm not saying All I'm I right. Say no, that's true. The fucking really, ghetto yeah. of India. It's, yeah, the, it's the worst. Yes. But that's why I don't let them in to clean. Yeah. No, I understand there. that. I understand. All right. That. Sushi, we got past that. Bathroom attendance, where no. they're forced upon you. Yes. Yes. No. No. Yes. No. Nope. Nope. Yes. yes. I won't even wash my hands. All right. You, but, Chad, let's start with Chad. You have for, you dealt okay. with that where uh, guys no, gonna... I've I've never been in a bathroom where there's an attendant, so yeah, no, I don't have this problem. But if I did, I would be broke, so I would not right. tip. I no. don't tip. 
I'll even avoid washing my hands. We live in a society hands. where toilet and bathroom are still used as demeaning terms. You're talking about someone who's willing to stand in one of such places yes. and hand you something that makes you feel pleasant after you've done your business. I feel the very least you could afford them is the dignity of a fucking couple of fucking bucks. Mag- Sucker! Mag- Sucker! Mag- and that's why you aren't from the USA. <laughs> USA. Go ahead. Erickson. I just want to know what happened to the real Brian Henry. Because that is some bullshit right there. Are you serious? I Brian, went on, are I, you lying? I went on, abu- on an abuse-based holiday to, to Australia. <laughs> well, anyway, okay, here's the important thing. Here's the important one, and I know you don't know the answer to this, but it infuriates me. The situation where you want to tip and you're forbidden. Oh, trust me. Give me an me. example. I'll tell you it. Target. Flight attendants. <laughs> Flight attendants. Flight attendants. It's true. Let let the brilliance of her one word <laughs> retort soak in. And then Flight attendants, I used to I used to uh, implore you, the killer termites, to do this. Is when, because as you've seen in the news recently, when a flight attendant is a cunt to you, if you just say something snarky, she'll find a reason to have you thrown off the plane yes. and yeah, drug out. Yeah, yeah. You've been drinking. So I always used to say what you do, because you can't, as you say, tip flight attendants. When you get your drink or whatever, your pretzels, tip her a quarter. Oh no! Stop no, if she's a cunt, box. if stop she's it. a cunt, don't get thrown off the plane. Wait till she brings the peanuts and go. Here's for you. And tag it with a wink and, and a because you're a. Oh, cunt. I can't accept tips. Go, but you're worth it. And you, how are they going to have you thrown off a plane? He tried to give me money. That wasn't enough. Oh. He insulted me. I think by, being you thrown win. off a plane would be the scariest thing ever. More than like a fucking sinkhole. Uh, no, Starbucks. a sinkhole is much worse than getting thrown off a fucking plane. Know, You're sitting in your living room and the floor drops out from underneath you as opposed to, sir, we need to take you off the plane. Well, wait. Well, uh, Unless you're, unless you're jerking is, off to chicks with big tits falling in sinkholes. Then you are. Sinkholes are let fucking me, let terrifying. Me, let, let me get the uh, Lynn Sharcroft portion of this done because she will <laughs> yell over everyone. Do you see how Maddie is at me? What is that? Is it because Lynn Sharcroft, I'm from Canada? Oh. Tipping queen. Starbucks slash counter yes. service. How much? Yeah. You, you pick up a pizza. That pizza... Where you get it to go. 100%. You're getting something yes. to go. They have a tip jar. Yes. How much? Always. 10%. Always. 10%. Everything. I go to the bank on Wednesdays and I take $100 and I turn it into ones so I can tip the world. Check me out at Rite Aid. Chad Shankers. <laughs> I'll tip a the tip person jar. that opens the weird case so you can get shit. I tip fucking anything and everything because it's about connecting to humans. Oh, 
So yeah. that's how you connect? <laughs> you just give them money? <laughs> Don't you no. even know what love is? You and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> you always turn you all <laughs> you always turn it dirty. Uh, no. Because sometimes you make a friend over a dollar. Do but you in tip terms your boyfriend of boyfriend when he has sex with you? <laughs> yes. yes, yes, yes. Why? Sometimes this is shit. This, we're doing shit that, that probably you don't even care about, but <laughs> our listening comic audience, room service, when you know they oh. already include the gratuity. How do you work it, Bert? Go, let Bert go first. Uh, is typical- uh, let me explain to the, when you get room service yeah. on the road. When you have disposable income because you don't have children and you didn't make those bad choices. Sometimes you get room service. And, but what you don't know for years in, when you get room service, they already include a gratuity. There's like but, 24% already in there. But what you don't, it's not that so much. So I have a quiz. Fucking liar. Okay. Anyway. Fucking liar. But they also leave a space for you to tip. So you don't know they already include a yep. shitty tip. Yep. I've played that every game time. From both every sides. time I say to him, uh, "So we'll do a little role playing right now. You guys be the waiter, yeah. and I'll be me. I'll go as uh, tip included, and he'll go, yeah, it is.' I go, oh, cool. Then you tip. <laughs> and then yeah, I just put a tip. line through it, and I write the total. <laughs> I do that. Yes, you yes, can't yes, double yes. dip me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, but." Shawcroft, go ahead. Succinctly. Um, is there a tip already included? Yes. I'll fucking tip you again. Oh. Is there a tip well, included? No. What I've found out. and Your this, dad and all of your family. Service industry. style. When, especially tonight. If you're paying with credit card, what I've found out with room service is they take... A chunk of the tips from the the house takes a chunk of mm. the fucking already included tip. I know so the you hotel say takes no, it. Yes. And then you give them cash. Always tipping always, cash. Always. Here's the thing tip about cash. dating. Always, I have a dating profile. You have to brush your teeth and tip in cash. What I do in restaurants often is oh, yeah, 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 I'll yeah. tip you tell them. five percent uh, on the official <laughs> bill. So that I look like a cheapskate, but it still looks like I've tipped. And then I give the other 15% in cash to the yes, person directly. Yes. And that yeah. way they get uh, it. You, the, the biggest... And that was, that, that's, that was partial political correctness and partial he's not from this country. When he says cheapskate, oh. it's not a racial slur about tipping. He can the, use every goddamn thing. Hang on, that fucking also, joke I, deserved I, more. <laughs> it needed to sink in. It was a black people don't tip joke. Jesus. Fuck I want to go back to the, the, the I want to go back to the flight attendant. Wait, wait, wait. wait. The one time one time I saw Hennigan tip humongous was when you had his credit card and we ate breakfast. <laughs> Shaley did that when he had my credit card. He was tweeting me pictures of my credit card when he was buying airport lounge where every drink is fourteen dollars. He's Southwest buying Terminal in LAX. If you're here, I love you. I, I met a lot of people that day. 
Hey, let's let, let me One thank question. all of you. What well, can I say? I'm, very, I'm a very generous a person. Zoo? <laughs> Do you tip at a petting zoo? And is it money or penis? Only the cows. Oh. Can we go back? I want to. Uh, I want to go back. I, I need to clear this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, well come on. We're, wait, wait, we're getting close. Wait, wait, wait. Before we get off the tipping thing, let's don't get off the tipping story yet because you know I don't know the whole thing of it, but Bert does a, a, a like a wait staff oh. raffle that yeah. I don't know. He would better explain than I can. Yeah, I would. I, I was in. Uh, I was in. Um, uh, in New Jersey at a comedy club. What's the name of that club? Stress Factory. Stress Factory, and I had $100 extra. And I was just going to give it to the staff, and then I was like, ah, fuck it, maybe we'll raffle it off. And then I thought if we got everyone in the crowd to give a dollar, we could make it $300. And it turned out being like $700. And uh, yeah, and I've I've been doing it a lot. I've been doing it every show, uh, because my wife likes it. That's probably the reason we shouldn't have brought this up, because we're not doing it tonight. And we're too drunk to do it. We can do it if we want to do it. Does everyone pass their money? Do we have uh, waitresses here? Tracy! <laughs> well, we're gonna, this is after party. Tracy's a real woman. Chaley made all of this happen. Gretchen and Shawnee recreated the fun house. There's too many people to thank. Actually, I'm going to clear the stage. Hold on a second. Let me, oh, let me, not let me, you. Uh, Shawnee built Shaley's this. Gretchen twin. painted it. They did a fantastic job. Let's hear it for them. At, at the after party, we're doing a 50-50 raffle. First prize is 50% of what we collect. Uh, the other 50% goes to uh, Studio Mariposa, which is in Naco for Gretchen. Shut we also have second, pri- second place is going to get, uh, we've got the entire Mitch Hedberg um, vinyl collection. That's second place. Are you serious? And third, third place will be Ron White's uh, number one tequila. We got, we got a bottle of that. That's all over at the after party, wow. so we all, all want you to come over and, and hang up for that. But uh, yeah, this is this is all a right, lot of people put this let's together. Wrap this Don't you up think because the Mitch Hedberg box set should be number I, one? Woo! No, no, let's. We. I made it. Nah, fuck that. We're, right. we're, fine. we're almost at two hours. You know right. this is gonna last another yeah. fucking ten all minutes. Right. I, I'll so, totally right. talk about Blue Apron if you want to. Just get, uh, get. I love Chaley. Blue Apron. Chaley. Yeah, we can talk about Blue Apron. Chaley needs your seat. We're gonna okay. we're gonna close this up because I knew it. Chaley, I uh, knew it. Hey, Lynn. Ladies and gentlemen, you can you can hang out. I'm a good out. person, despite what. Fucking you can hang out with Brett Erickson. I just need Chaley here because this is the third podcast I've done with Bert Kreischer. And we always do a what comic would you pick kind of thing. Yeah. The first time it was, I don't know, favorite comics. Then what would your all-star tour be? And we picked the comedians like Kickball. And (laughs) this time we're going to do what comedian's biography would you want to read? Meaning not autobiography, like David Tell. I use as an example. The best comic of my generation, hands down. Yeah. <laughs> but I know his daily life is just so, so, he's miserable. 
I'm gonna quit. Everything sucks. Uh, every. Yeah. I don't want to read a biography. I want to, like, if you could know the deep dark secrets of any comedian, and we haven't put. <laughs> Fuck, he's got two kids. You think he has an interesting day? No. <laughs> Someone yelled Bert Kreischer. I was talking shit about you. The uh, when you said this. Uh, it was my favorite thing. I, I'm obsessed with this. I have. I wanted to do a podcast one time where I just told. I had comics on, and they told their best stories about other comics. Because so I believe like that is the true, like the best thing. Hanging out with you is great, but hearing stories about you is better. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> and so I wanted to do a podcast where we just had people tell like Sandhome stories, and then do an hour podcast of every comic telling their stand-up stories. Mine is going to be a sleeper. It's someone that I'm really infatuated with, and I hope you know, because the second you said this to me, I thought this was a let me, let me, Because I only have one in my head, and I, I pitch this. You have to, the, the rule, only rule, living or dead, we haven't discussed. Mine's dead. My only rule is that it's actually seeing their real life. Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Honest. Yes. Someone else's an account. The life that flashed before their eyes if they were dying. Go ahead. You get to pick first. Jay Medicine Hat. Oh. Oh. That's a bad one. Early. This is where frantic Googling. He didn't pay it out. This is uh, just for comics listening later when this goes out. You won't know Jay Medicine Hat. He was a originally a comic named something different, then turned himself into a hypnotist. hypnotist yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that was paying bills. And he, and he, I don't think he's even a Native American, to be honest with you. No, he's not. Yeah, and no, no. By, by, by the way, this is why it's I like wanna... Kenny Bang Bang. He's it's like, like oh, I, yeah. I need a, I need a new racket. This is why I want his biography. Like my favorite biography is they did a biography on the Sex Pistols on their tour through the South, and it was horrible. It was like their their tour was horrible. But like this dude was fascinating. He used to tour every Funny Bone every four months. He did every Funny Bone, and he made legit money, and he sold out everywhere. And and. He'd get on stage sometimes and go, fuck it, I don't feel it, and he'd walk off. <laughs> lots of cocaine, lots of whiskey, and died of a stroke in a Target. Dude, that's the guy I want. I'd read that book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I'm fascinated by that guy. Because as a comic, as a road comic, you'd hear him. There's another guy, he's not in my list, but uh, uh, John, the Raging Fox? Cajun. J Raging Cajun? Oh, no. Uh, no. John... Nobody here knows comedy. Know, That's no, no, why no, they're no. Yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. They All hate right. comedy. All right. When uh, you, I got another one. I gotta, mine, mine are going to be goat. You got it. Mine are deep. So, like, if you're a podcast fan, you'll hear mine, and then you'll Google them and go, shut the fuck up. But I'm ready to hear yours. Well, <laughs> one, of, one of the things that you said to me when I said, we have to do that. We have to continue the tradition yeah. of what comic versus what comic. I realize when you say Jay Medicine Hat, you go, you know, the ones I have, you're not going to like. And then when you said it, I go, oh, I like it. They won't like it. Yeah. I never 
put the live audience in the, Rough. they won't get Jay Medicine hat. No, no, but they should. But it they makes should. me realize there's no comedians anymore that you want to hear their stories. Oh, there's no more yeah. Kinnisons. There's no, no more. I tell, I tell, I tell you my whole story on Instagram. You know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, okay. no, I don't have any secrets. Like, uh, yeah, I'm on blood pressure medicine. I, I, I'm addicted to Xanax. Like, yeah, those are all the things about me. But there are guys out there. Uh, I'm going to do number two. Oh, no, I get to pick. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do yeah, a yeah, kickball yeah, yeah, yeah. style. Go, 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 go. I get go. to pick my kid Who's for yours? kickball. I'm going to go. I'm going last. To, uh, I just thought of it when you. God damn it. I. I, I uh, fuck. The Smothers <laughs> Brothers. Thank you. Should we do Q and A at the end? No, 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 Shut it! Shut it! Just stop! No, I, that's why I didn't want to. I wanted yeah, to save yeah. that to last. But I just thought of someone else that was a fucking nail. I'll think of it when you. But Mitch Hedberg, his wife Lynn Shawcroft, is the only one that knows the fucking stories, and she's writing the book, and that's. Hedberg was fucking so unique and amazing, but she's the only one that knows the details of the last 10 years. So, go ahead. Uh, This dude told a story one time to me. Did you just say who about Mitch Hedberg? Because we'll go, we'll we'll roundtable a litany of us doing I I sincerely hope you win second prize at the 50-50 raffle because (laughs) you will fucking love it. And you have to have a record player. Turned a negative into a positive is amazing. Go ahead. I feel like I feel like I should save my closer for my closer and tell you my not we're doing three, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna save my closer. So you're at number two. Number two, Eric Myers. Eric Myers is a comedian who has a distinct drinking problem. Beyond what you'll ever wrap your head around. He's a guy who I heard about for, I worked with him with Louis C.K. And he was like, I'm not drinking, I'm just taking Xanax. And I went, I went, wow, this sounds horrible. Then he liquidated his fucking, his credit card and bought all audio and video equipment in West Palm, right? I was, I was like, wow, this guy's on tilt. So <laughs> I go to the Richmond Funny Bone and they go, yeah, 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 we had to fire him. He got drunk in between shows and pissed on the couch. This guy has the most fucking amazing stories about one time he got arrested at the Cincinnati Funny Bone walking from the seafood restaurant to the club because he was so drunk. And he went, got arrested, and then he got... For, for the Bisbee people, that's like getting arrested at the... Uh, VFW Hall going to the Second Amendment gun shop. It's a strip mall. It's fucking 
got arrested, tried to get on a plane Sunday. They wouldn't let him on because he was too drunk. Passed out in the shower, and his dad had to come and put him in rehab. This guy's got fucking stories. <laughs> if I want to read a book, it is, ladies and gentlemen, it's Eric Myers. All right. All right. Well done. But you're hearing his stories. I, here, here I go to hear the truth. Yeah. That they had nothing to do with writing. I'm going Ralphie May as my number two. Woo! Number two. Oh! I've been staring at him going, I got nothing, I got nothing, and then I got Ralphie May. Like, oh, if we're just going biography, Ralphie May is so full of shit. He tells me stories about me that I was there for, and he, he bloviates all these lies into him, and I'm like, Dude, we went and had sushi one time. He's a I... beautiful guy, but he, he just lies so much. I just want to know what... Like, if there was a hidden camera on someone's life... A hidden camera is the perfect part. <laughs> and I, when we were there at his house, we, you said, he didn't even need to lie about that part. That, I know, he told us story. The, we got the refund. He didn't have to say 30 people got the refund. He told us story. When we were young kids and I had a mullet and we played the laugh stop before Pete Pirelli, the fucking good days of Mark Babbitt, we went to a water park with Ralphie May. If you don't know him, he's a a rotund person of over several thousand pounds. Uh, Look him up uh, and get us the world record. He has neighbor Dave on his vision board. <laughs> One day, maybe I could be that petite. And there's this giant water slide in Houston, the tube thing, and you have to climb six stories of stairs to get. And Ralphie may <laughs> get to the top. They won't let him on the ride because he's obviously too fat. But they should have had a sign down at the. <laughs> first level <laughs> so they made him do the walk of shame back down oh. and we were in fairly... mountain climbing by the way more accidents happen on the descent than the ascent <laughs> just I mean yes if you ever uh, I've got insurance people in my, in my family so yeah. so I use this we're not rich we're broke comics like the whatever 20 bucks to get in was a lot of money so I go, don't worry, Ralphie. I'm going to use this as an excuse to get our money back. And I threw a fit. You humiliated my obese friend, and I did that. <laughs> and we got our money back. And there were three of us. No, there but weren't. when we were just at his house last year, he tells this story where there is, I told the manager there's 25 people, and we got... $30 a piece, and then Dougie Stanhope brought us out for lobster because they paid us cash. And I go, none of that happened. There were three of us. I charged it back on my visa. Back then, it was probably the visa you get when you have to put money down to own the visa. But, but still, I don't know. I didn't have Why do you have to lie to me about my story? Like, I know. 
I can tell you what my therapist says. And by the way, hold on. He was a, <laughs> Doug was a gentleman. He didn't say anything. He just kicked me under the table, and we talked about it later. And then now we talk about it on the podcast. No, I actually told Ralphie. I go, no, that never happened. Oh, you I said, said that it to his me? face, oh. but he kept arguing. No, no, no. You stand up. I remember the lobster and everyone. I'm like, you're wrong. I'm not going to argue. Anyway. Go. You're number one. Number one. I'm gonna Comics sol- I'm biography. A- I will let you chime in. If you think of a, a comic that you really want to know what their life was like that you would never know otherwise, or you want. So obviously I have a storied uh, past with alcohol. So sometimes comics will reach out to you when they're going through hard times or they're not going through hard times. This guy told me a story one time. It's my favorite story ever. And this is why he's my number one. He uh, had a gig at Harvard. He was in New York, and uh, he was doing crack, and he was uh, doing a lot of it, and they couldn't find him for like two days, and then they found him, and his manager said, listen, the gig pays like 25 grand. The car's downstairs. Get in the fucking car, man. So he gets in the car. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. I think I do. He gets in the car. He's got a bunch of crack, enough to get him to Boston. How much and is a that? Bottle, and a bottle of vodka. <laughs> a bottle of vodka. He starts realizing, I'm a dad. I'm a fuck up. I've been there a lot. And he starts crying obsessively in this limo. He gets all the way to Boston. And he's been sobbing, smoking crack, and drinking vodka the whole time. When he pulls into Boston, he realizes that the partition for the limousine has been down the entire time. <laughs> And that is why my number one is Greg Giraldo. Greg Giraldo. That honesty, that honesty that you share with another comic that I'll I'll, I'll share with Doug. I'll share with I'll, I'll share with these guys. I don't really share it on stage totally, but we all share it at moments. Man, Greg Giraldo. One time, I got offered uh, speed on off a switchblade at a bar called Sure Shots in Dayton. And I realized that's where he wrote this joke. <laughs> I think I fisted a girl there. <laughs> I, have a, I, have a, I have a hoodie. I have a, a hoodie from Sure Shots in Dayton. And I know that's, a, that's where that happened for Greg. And I wear it all the time and I get excited. I miss, I miss him genuinely. He was the sweetest dude in the world. But man, that Greg is... Greg Giraldo the, for the, the Bisbee crew that... They, they don't fucking know comedy. That's why I can live here peacefully. They don't give a fuck. Greg Giraldo was a brilliant comedian that had quit law to do stand-up comedy and did it well and then would get fucked up on drugs and alcohol but then go right back into a lawyer's state of mind yeah. and go through rehab and then be normal. He wasn't like me. I'm a fuck-up all the time. Me this too, guy me too, me too. was Jason... Turns into me, I turn into Jason, I turns into me. He was a revolving door, and then he, he's, he's, he's in my new book, which you can order pre, pre-order on Amazon. Pre-order. Hey, hey, there is a Greg Geraldo book coming out. Is it really? Yeah, they, they contacted me to ask me about uh, what's involved with the uh, audiobook reading. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
But so, yeah. I There's know a Greg Geraldo book? There is a Greg Geraldo book coming out. God, uh, look on Twitter, Greg Geraldo book. I don't know. He was the fuck. All right. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hannigan, Wait, you, you said you were going to. You, you had number three. You had one I got, comedy I, I, biography. I got, I, I got two current existing living comedians who I think their their biography, not the way they'd write it, but uh, an obvious one who's a. Uh, Intellectually thrilling comedian Maria Bamford. Yes, I think her biography being outstanding and somebody who's completely overlooked in the so-called dark areas of comedy, Steve Hughes. Steve Hughes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Irish or Steve Hughes, the Australian guy. He's a. You guys fucking know Steve Hughes. I love you if you know. You know Steve Hughes. Fuck yeah, I know Steve Hardcore heavy metal drummer has done all sorts of shit. When he goes off the radar, he doesn't go off in like a soft core oh, way. Oh, He's going off because he oh. has to go off. It. I'm going to go take a piss. He goes off. Now you're making, but once the, we've applied the rules of just not their bio, autobiography, but what the fuck? You know where I'm going. Yes. And I'm not going to say the name. I just want to Doug. applaud, take a piss. Hold on a second. Doug. Yeah, let's, wait, 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 wait. Can we take a piss and we then come back? We don't have yeah, Doug's yeah, yeah. third. Your what? third. He's going to take a piss. I, 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 You're going to make everyone wait for your third? No, yeah. no. I was, I was, I was going to, I'm trying to not say uh, the Steve Hughes name that you reminded me of. Oh, I'd love to see what you're fucking doing behind the curtain of Oz. Hey, can I? Oz, yes. Australian can I guy. share a secret oh, real time? So in, in South Africa, me and Steve Hughes... And Alistair Barry, I probably shouldn't say his name. Uh, Am I bleeping? Am I doing this thing? Get a, get a hold bleeping? of a little bit. Get a hold. No, nope, no, nope, no. Don't no? worry about it. No. Get a hold of a little bit of cocaine, and we end up just partying in Steve's room. And Steve says, "I'm a fucking amazing drummer." So I put on Rush. Uh, I go, "Can you air drum to this?" And he goes, "You know, Steve, 100 percent, mate. All right, let's go." And fucking air drums to Rush, and me and Alistair Barry are just nodding our fucking heads. Oh, like Tom Sawyer or YYZ? Tom Sawyer. It was Tom Sawyer. It was okay. fucking Tom Sawyer. And we can all do that, right? And he was doing the fucking. He, dude, he would do this. He would go like this, and then hold the snare. Yeah, hold the snare. He legit. He clutched the snare. He would grab it. Like it, it was all air drumming, and Alice and I are losing our fucking minds. This looks so real. The best is when I found out we had coke. They go, "We got sorted out, mate." I go, "What's that mean?" They go, "We got cocaine." Sounds like the cops are coming. Yeah. Dude, it was the... Man, South Africa was a great time. Those... The, the, the UK comics, and none of them were UK comics. They were no. all Australian. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like yeah, Steve Hughes the, and Jim Jeffries, they moved to Manchester. But they had such a tolerance for drugs. Glenn Wool. Yeah. He was yeah. Canadian, now London. And he was... He was a three... I remember seeing him walking past me going, oh, I've been awake for three days and I have to do ecstasy to do a children's party. I think that's in the book. Like they, and I was already going. That's in the book? That's in the book. By the way, that should be the name of your book. That's in the book. Uh, No, that's in the last book. I I think I'm telling him shit I already wrote. Are you not going to tell us your third I did. I had fucking. You did Hedberg, no, no, you never Ralphie did. May. Yeah. Oh, oh, what did Steve Hughes remind you of? 
I heard just uh, All right. another Australian comedian. You don't have uh, a third? Do I, Jim Jeffries? Do I do like, it? Yeah, I would like. I would love to have a Jim Jeffries biography. But yeah, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah. That's, Listen, yeah, I, I love Jim, I don't but I will say, I want to. I want to have a. I would like. I would love a third party writing of his life. That's the what he, the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like, but like, because like one of the things that obsesses I obsess about is like. Uh, the thing I, I said one time on stage, and people got offended. But the thing that made Jim Jeffries was that he got beat up on the store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah, and uh, what are you doing? <laughs> same with same with Bill. I love Bill Burr, but when he did that fucking Philly thing, oh the Philly thing, dude. Ah, uh, that's different. That it's same same a little. Bit. No, it's not. It's because a video no, it's that went not. Viral. Because Bill Burr. Went out there and confronted a seething mass and shoved their indignity and hatred back in their face and made it funny spontaneously in the moment. Yeah, he did. It was yeah, a. It was a. They threw batteries at Santa Claus. But Jeffries, Bill Jim Burns Jeffries, Jim Jeffries up. has Jim Jeffries. He that that store thing. Uh, Brett Vincent put it online, and it was amazing. But also the thing that I love about Jim's career is that like. He's got that one uh, bit that every two months goes viral because there's a school shooting. He's got a, sh- a bit about arm f- guns. And so every time there's a school shooting, it goes viral. And I rack my brain about, like, what is the one thing that's – like, shark attacks? Like, I rack my brain going, how well, do I, I have a- I have several bits about not just school shootings <laughs> – but shootings in general and mass murder, but they're all pro. <laughs> so, so they never go viral. Oh, oh, so-and-so killed a bunch of people. Listen to Stanhope's bit about why they should have killed more people when they're killing people, and it doesn't really take off. That's the twist. And the lib- liberal left media is keeping me down. I just want people dead. Pro. I want health care, but I also want dead people. What best, best line, fit in? best line out of stand up from 2017 is I'm working this corner. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's the best line. ISIS, ISIS I'm ISIS. working this corner. Yeah, I did that bit here on stage. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's the beauty. ISIS of trying to. All right, we're gonna. Yeah, we're wrapping up. Let's I, do. I, let's do. Do you want to do the commercial? No, no, we're we're done. Blue Apron, everybody. We're at two hours. People aboard. Blue Apron. Tom Canopko. Sorry, we couldn't have you on this one. You're on the others. Uh, Don't forget, uh, uh, over in the Gulch, I guess it's Brewery Road, uh, right across from uh, Elmo's is the after party. Are we Uh, legit? Christine Levine was here. We never got her on. We've got a a mic set up over there. We've got a stage. Uh, in about an hour, you can head over there. Uh, we got merch for sale out there, and uh, he's got a list. He keeps holding uh, it's it. It's too so. late. It's too late. We're out of time because we, yes. union shit. So I was supposed <laughs> to do. I was supposed to make the announcement about Johnny Depp is buying the Loma Linda, but I don't let's have save that. So let's say that. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming out. Thank Chad Shake, Brett Erickson, Brian Hennigan, Lynn Shawcroft, Bert Kreischer. The machine! Doug Stanhope, our bartenders, Tracy and Bingo, Shawnee up there, Gretchen, 
Joshua and everyone here at the Royale, thank you very much for coming out. Hang out, order some drinks. We'll, we'll be out in a minute. We'll be at the merch booth. Just relax. We're all going to have some fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. Now hit the tunes. Always segue into hip, high volume tunes. Yeah, right? Cha 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 cha. Don't you know that I love you? There you go. There you go. This episode was brought to you by The Machine.